This is Jared Fishman, and you're listening to the 20-Sided Gamified Podcast. The past 20 years, I've blended games and education together in the classroom. I'm a history teacher, a game-based learning specialist, and I serve on the board of HMGS NextGen Inc. and the North American Simulations and Games Association. I'm looking to broaden my own knowledge of game-based learning by talking to the people that do it best. Pull up a chair, get your dice ready, and enjoy the ride. All right, everybody. Hello. So this is Jared here from the 20-Sided Gamified Podcast. If you hear any weird background noise or if it seems like I am completely and utterly exhausted, it's because all of that stuff is true and happening. Uh, I'm literally recording live. Um, I'm going to try to get this pot up as fast as I can. Recording live at Historicon 2023 in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Um, now, who's the guest or who are the guests? So true story. So um, years ago, uh, I'm online and you know, kind of going through YouTube and I come across something very odd. Now, don't get me wrong. Before Little Wars TV existed, there were people who made, you know, not so no offense to everybody out there, but, you know, not so great videos, you know, of like, you know, somebody playing a war game. Um, you know, and we and I came across those. But when I stumbled across Little Wars TV, and by the way, we're going to find out all about them in just a moment. But when I stumbled across that, I think what struck me almost immediately was I said to myself, whoever is doing these recordings must be some kind of documentarian because of the quality of the videos. I mean, it's just unbelievably impressive. Um, I'm thinking like, is this a show on like the History Channel? Um, and that and that was my introduction to, uh, to this group of guys. Now, before I introduce the, the two fellows that are uh, here that are going to kind of talk a little bit about, you know, what Little Wars TV is and talk a little bit about Historicon. Um, you know, again, thinking about, you know, uh, some of those videos, um, I had, as a teacher, been in touch with a few of the guys from the club for a number of years. You may have heard me do a podcast with Steve from Little Wars TV a number of years ago. This is the first time that I'm really meeting the guys in person and sitting down with them. So in front of me in a very fine boardroom uh, next to the next gen uh, room at uh, at Historicon, I've got Tony and Miles here from Little Wars TV. So uh, here's my, I know there was a lot of rambling guys. They're, they're literally looking right at me, by the way, audience. So, uh, hi, guys. How you doing this <laughs> evening? Good evening. I'm, I'm doing really well. Uh, thanks so much for doing this. I really oh, appreciate thank it. Thank you for having us. Okay. So, here's the first kind of uh, somewhat of a curveball. This is kind of how I wanted to start this. How does it feel being like quasi-like gaming celebrities? Why don't we sort of start there, even before we tell the audience uh, what it is that you guys do? Because you are kind of quasi-celebrities here at the space. We are Z-list celebrities. That's <laughs> true. So Z, you guys feel like you're Z-list. <laughs> it's, it's weird because I never thought that what we do deserved, like, anything that even vaguely approached hero worship. Right. And yet, we'll come to a con and people will be like, Little Wars, hey, love what you guys do. Yeah. yeah. And it's... I, until I've experienced that, you don't realize that that we're making some sort of impact. Yeah, but you know what? I'll, I'll jump in there, right? Because look, here's the thing, and I don't know if you guys would agree or not, but most great people I know that do great things never think they're great. It's always the worst people who do things that are like, oh, we're very important, you know? So, uh, but no, in, in all seriousness, you know, um, we're going to talk to our audience right now about, you know, the things that you guys do, but 
I know for a fact that walking around, um, I also have our director of communication with HMGS Next Gen Inc. sitting next to us, uh, Kelly McManus, who also kind of talked a little bit about like the fact that there are certainly people here that are here because of the videos that have, you guys have posted. So why don't we start with maybe just a little bit of history lesson? Because the people that are listening right now, they may not be familiar with Little Wars TV. So how would you guys describe, um, you know, what it is that you guys do? I think it's a, a club that, that we're, we really like the hobby. Uh, they're pushing the microphone closer to me so I sound better. Thank you, boss. Uh, uh, and, um, you know, we want to grow it. And it's a hobby that's a teeny hobby. It's a very fractured hobby. There's a lot of people who participate in the hobby and do it in a very lonely way. They don't can't, can't find other gamers. One of the reasons we've had the impact that you say we've had is that you know, we're using technology to reach out to people to show that there are other gamers. Uh, and and uh, you know that's a that's a big that's very gratifying for us that we could do that. It's also really important to the hobby if we want it to survive yeah. and grow. Yeah, I cannot agree with you. Uh, it's just going to be anything I say is going to be understated. I completely agree with you. Yeah. Being, look, you have to understand, right? And everybody picks on me. I'm always the quote, even though I'm not young, I'm always picked on by some of the guys in the gaming group because I kind of am the young guy. Look, I was the 10 year old, literally like the only mm -hmm. kid here in the early 90s. And again, walking around Historicon 2023 today, you are starting to see more kids. You right. are starting to see more people that, you know, maybe at these cons, you know, you don't always necessarily run across. So I can't agree more with that idea. What do you, what do you think, Tony? What's your sense? Well, when we started Little Wars TV, um, you spoke about it earlier. We had a discussion one night. Um, Greg and I both had simultaneously, unknown to each other, been looking for some wargaming videos and while there was a lot of content a lot of it was filmed very shakily on somebody's phone and you're don't so get, polite <laughs> no no it's the fact that people were making wargaming content i was like oh my look at this this is fantastic but as i started looking at the content in terms of production values, eh, there wasn't a lot of good stuff production-wise. And I, Greg and I talked about it, and Greg said to me that he had noticed the same thing, and he thought that he could produce a, a better quality video that maybe with some scripting and some editing and some stable camera work, we could do something that would be a, a little more polished. And Greg and Steve were on this kick that, and, and I agree with them whole, wholeheartedly, that the channel was going to be to evangelize the hobby, that we were all wildly in love with our hobby, and we wanted to share that love with people who maybe weren't familiar with it, because historical miniature wargaming is a niche hobby inside a somewhat larger <laughs> like inception like like a Christopher Nolan movie or something right right <laughs> there's um there's a, a large gaming community but then you start going down you, you start drilling down and there's board gamers and role-playing gamers and fantasy gamers and sci-fi gamers and way down at the bottom there's a very small percentage of historical miniatures gamers and there should be more. 
And there should be more people, more kids, more people from all walks of life who, if they only knew about our hobby and thought, hey, that's cool, and those guys seem like they're welcoming, would come here and do this. And that's how the hobby grows and survives is we, as we age, we bring younger people into the hobby. Yeah, totally. So again, for our audience members, you know, and these guys are going to, meaning Tony and Miles, they're going to provide some info towards the end of the podcast about if you've never seen one of their videos, like how to find one. But I mean, let's think about this and I'm going to poke these guys a little bit because again, um, they're very humble, but what I want to think about for a moment is not only are these guys making videos about games that they're running inside of their own sort of like uh, HQ for, for, for their gaming club, but correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen, but I mean, you sometimes will literally visit battlefields. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you visited museums before and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong again, but like you'll run games occasionally for even maybe people that have literally never gamed before. Is that, would, is that accurate? That's accurate. Could you guys Guilty pick... Guilty as charged. Yeah, absolutely. Could you pick um, maybe a recent video that you made or maybe something that really stood out to you that maybe you would want to talk about to an audience member that's never, again, seen one of your videos? I think maybe the Vicksburg trip. Yeah, we, we, went to, we recently went... Uh, we, we do these field trips. Uh, we've done now three. Uh, and the most recent one, we went out west to visit the battlefield of Vicksburg. None of us had been out to a western battlefield. Right. Uh, we organized it. We stayed in a lovely bed and breakfast uh, that served grits that were half butter, half grits. That I'm, <laughs> I'm still cleaning my arteries out from. <laughs> right, right, um, right. But we did a tour of the battlefield. We, we had a great game. We played a game on the veranda of the club, and we just had a great time. Yeah. But, you know, it takes a lot of effort to organize that trip. Yeah, well, uh, let's talk about that for a second. So if you don't mind me asking, um, even though it's a podcast, it's kind of my job to ask these kinds of questions, but like, how do you guys set up a trip like that? I mean, I would imagine, oh, so is it you, Miles? Are you the one that oh, is kind me. of the point we, person? We pull, or? we pull it out of the air. We, we, we okay. discuss as a group where do we want to go. And people, like, what do you say? Like, I want to visit your your space to oh, run a war game? Or? No, we, we, we don't really do with other clubs. We do it on our own. So okay. our first trip, we went to Williamsburg mm -hmm. and did the Revolution War battles. And why? Because it was an easy drive. Okay, gotcha. Uh, overnight, easy in and out. Uh, the next trip we went to the UK because we wanted to see the Joy of Six show. The right. Six oh, the Bacchus Six Mel. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and you know, I go to the UK all the time on business, so we organize that. Uh, and then the Vicksburg trip was we've never been out west, and so it comes from we've never done something, and so we're interested in it, and we as a group decide. And not everybody goes. You know, some subset goes, some sub go doesn't go, and. Uh, you know, so it's it's not a there's not a, like a mathematical formula. We're not using an algorithm to figure out what gets us the most views. Right. It's what we do want to see, because I think one of the keys of our videos is you know we show gaming with a pretty high degree of precision in terms of quality of the miniatures. You know, Greg has an immense amount of technical skill in the editing, and the, and then the club has real camaraderie. Right. Uh, and that's based on the fact that clubs existed for over 20 years. And you just can't fake that in video. Right. And I think people are looking for all three to have something where the light, go light bulb goes off. So I think it's worth mentioning, even though, again, um, for our audience members, we keep mentioning this guy, Greg. Right. Now, Greg is not here right now, which will probably make the might make this conversation even more interesting. Right. Um, in all seriousness, mm -hmm. though, could you could you uh, 
Could you guys uh, give our audience a sense of who Greg is? Because I know that Greg is a really, obviously everybody's integral, but even in my own conversation with Greg earlier today here at the con, um, he seems to be wearing a lot of hats in the club. Would you guys be willing to talk a little bit about Greg? And you could pick on him a little bit, I guess, right? So the question, who is the enigma that is Greg? Oh. Uh, Greg, I... I would count Greg as one of my dearest and closest friends. And I don't consider myself someone who has a lot of friends, but Greg is someone that I, he's like a brother. Um, and I've known Greg for 20 odd years. Greg has always been someone who not only is full of good ideas, but has the drive and the intelligence to put those good ideas to reality. Um, Greg said in a podcast that he and I did years ago for a, something entirely different that everyone has good ideas. The difference between the people who have good ideas and the people who are doing things is that you took that good idea and you went with it. Um, if you have a good idea and you sit on the couch, nothing comes of it. And Greg has always been the guy who, if Greg says, I have an idea, you can bet money that at some point or another, that thing is going to, is going to happen. And he, he was one of, he and Steve were the original driving force in getting the channel rolling. Um, Greg has been for quite a few years has been the driving force in our war game group as far as where we game and how we evolved to where we are now and how we evolved to be uh, doing Little Wars TV. Gotcha. And do you guys don't make necessarily videos for every game that you play. Oh, no. No. You pick we, and choose. We game every Monday night. Um. And we game all sorts of stuff. There's no rhyme or reason as to what we game. But the games that we're making videos out of are games that we planned to do for a video. Gosh, and how long does that planning process take? Mm. It, it can take anywhere from a couple months to a year. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, and so the one thing we do is that we have a Monday gaming night We've made a conscious decision that that's not part of the channel. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Because not gotcha. everybody in our club wants to participate in the channel. Yeah, and maybe somebody might not want to be in a video, right? right? Or, I or, or, or people fade in and fade out, yeah. you know, in terms of their ability, because, you know, real life can get in the way. And so we keep that sacrosanct. That's not part of the, the, uh, the, the Little Wars TV thing. And, gotcha. And we'll do four or five video games a year. You know, one of us takes point on it. Uh, and, uh, you know, Greg will chide us to actually meet our deadlines. <laughs> so is he kind of like the taskmaster? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. He's great. He's not a taskmaster. He, he, he's he's just he has a very high standard, right? And he's very adept at holding others to his standard without making you feel like you're being held to it. Right. So I'm almost afraid to ask, but like, I mean, do you guys have to do a lot of takes in order to get those videos looking as good as they are? You can be honest. <laughs> no, actually what happens 
um, when we do a war game for a YouTube video, a couple of things happen. We have some meetings, um, and they might be very informal. We have a beer and say, hey, here's what we need to do. Somebody writes a script. Somebody is the point, and they're going to come up with a script, and some other people are going to look at the script and suggest some changes. We're going to build miniatures. We're going to paint miniatures, build some terrain, and then we're going to meet on a Saturday or a Sunday, and we're going to set everything up, and we're going to run the game, and we're going to film it. Um, currently, we film it. Originally, it was one camera. Gotcha. But now it's several cameras and some real microphones and some actual lights. Um, so it's like almost like a set, almost, in a, in a way. Yeah, and it was from the very beginning. It was just, in the very beginning, it was a very crude set. Our lighting was two floor lamps from Target. <laughs> the, like the pod lamps. Yeah, yeah, I, know, I can picture what you're talking we about. We screwed floodlights into and stuck up on a counter to to light the surface but we plan a game um we do some scripting as far as uh some intro to the history of the event we're we're gaming um you know talk about what led up to this battle and what the decision making process was uh, for the generals that actually commanded the battle and then we play the game yeah and we've got Depending on the game, there might be four or five hours of footage. Right. And there's usually some voiceover narrative. Sometimes that happens during the game. Sometimes it's after the game that we do a voiceover, kind of looking at it, things on the battle as it progresses that yeah. are important. And then it all gets chopped up and spliced and edited. And you know what I love, by the way, and just so much appreciate, especially being a teacher, I love how concise you guys are when it comes to doing that sort of background, uh, you know, history of battles, because it's just enough for somebody to understand what's going on in the game, but it's also not so overwhelming that somebody would want to be like, oh, okay, I just want to fast forward and get to the dice rolling, or like worse, like, I just, I'm just going to go to a different video, you know? It's really hard because for every person who says what you just said, as gracious as it is, we get yeah. other people who says, I want to see every die roll. I want to see a four-hour video. Well, why do they on, realize that that's not, like, you can't on, do that? <laughs> it's why, not why on God's green earth they would want to see me for four or five hours? I got no clue. <laughs> right, Miles, I get me, that. Makes me a little nervous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so we try to find that sweet spot. Yeah. Uh, and part of it is we, we, we decide what story do we want to tell about the battle. Yeah. We're not professional historians. We know mo more than most people, but we're not professionals and right. we try to find that sweet spot there are some of our videos that do it really well yeah there's some that are real stinkers i got gotcha, you but gotcha. each one of those we can learn we'll get better yeah no absolutely so here's a question right and um again you can answer this how you want uh you could be honest do you read all your comments because i'm again like kind of stunned in a positive way about how many comments you guys get on those videos that somebody would take the time out of their day to write something to you about your video, whether positive or negative. We, we try to read all the comments, in part because we also get a lot of crazy people. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah, that's uh, kind of that what I was trying police, to get. Yeah, because we actually try to keep it a very positive environment. No, absolutely. And, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, there are there are one or two knuckleheads out there. Who, yeah, who may not like women in wargaming, who may right. not like things we talk about. I know, I know, we're not supposed to say that, but yeah, we, yeah. we do go through that. 
We don't go through it to brag about it. No, and uh, by the way, I appreciate your honesty because yeah. I do think, look, look, I think it's 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 kind of important to put it out there that, um, look, I'm sure there are some people out there that kind of want the hobby to be the way it's always been, and it's like, well, um, maybe that's not the best thing, yeah. right? So, it's, and again, this is coming from a teacher where. You know, and again, even as I say this, I would imagine there's probably going to be people out yeah. there that might be surprised. But look, when I ran my wargaming club at um, the Hackley School, honestly, we sometimes would get a 50-50 gender split in terms of girls and boys, you know, playing playing the game. And I think it's like anything else, like you give people the opportunity, I think you'll be surprised at what people will want to do. Yeah. You know? and, and for a hobby as small as ours, finding any avenue of growth is really important. And the yeah. most obvious one is women. You know, if you look at the great wargaming survey, I get access to the data. Yeah. You know, the, the population is 99% male. Yeah. Um, so if I'm looking to grow a population and I'm not serving half of the population. Yeah. You know, that's a pretty high yield market I should go after. I may not get a lot. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. A, no, absolutely. It's like everybody, everybody deserves a chance to, you know, to get to roll some dice, you know, and everybody should have that opportunity. So I think that's great, you know, that, that you guys are... You guys are thinking about all of that. Now, again, I feel like I could talk to you guys for hours, um, but just in terms of, um, you know, thinking about this podcast right now, would you guys mind talking about your experience at Historicon? Because, again, we're sitting here literally in the convention center. And, again, for some uh, of our audience members out there, maybe even some war gamers, I mean, you'd be surprised. I've talked to so many rules authors on this podcast who've literally never been here before. How would you describe it to somebody that's, like, never seen what 2,000 war gamers and board gamers look like in a space? I know that's a big question. <laughs> Historicon, aside from being the grandmother of historical wargaming conventions, at least here on the East Coast, um, is is a really a wonderful opportunity. And I'm gonna I'm gonna diverge slightly here because I want to put a plug in for this site for the Lancaster Convention Center yeah. and for Lancaster. I am fortunate enough that I live 22 miles from here. Yep. If I lived a three-hour drive from the city of Lancaster, I would drive to this site to be at this convention because the site is spectacular. Um, they're very accommodating. There's a lot of space to do everything we want to do. There's a lot to see and do around town for family members. Um, friend of ours was here from the Midwest with his wife. She found some places where she could do some art classes and make some things. And she spent the weekend doing various crafts and activities. Yeah, awesome. a ball. Yeah. But as far as Historicon itself... This is, and I've said it before on other podcasts, if you want to get into the hobby, if you're interested in our hobby, this is the place to come. Yeah. Because there are hundreds of games covering all scales and all genres and all the, the entire period of history and some fantasy and some sci-fi and some zombie killing. There's literally a game for pretty much everyone here. There's also an opportunity to meet fellow gamers, to see that 
you know, I'm not saying that you're not a nerd because we all are, but there's probably a com- <laughs> right, exactly there's a community. There's a whole community of people just like you that want to paint toy soldiers and push them around to the table. Yeah. And this is a good place to come and meet those people to try a variety of games and time periods and scales to figure out what it is that you like. And there's also some tremendous opportunities here to come and buy things that you need or want for your, I, I say need, you, you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Yeah, for sure. Um, the things that, oh, look at that. I have to put one of those in my bag. <laughs> um, it's all around. This is a place where you can come as a new gamer and immerse yourself in the hobby. We had uh, at our game today, we had a um, young lady who this was her first historical miniature gaming event. And she played in Miles Peleliu game, which as far as I'm concerned is like going straight into the deep end. It of is, the yeah, pool. yeah, in a pot, in a good way. It's, it's a, it's, it's an, it's an awesome game. And she yeah. had a great time at it. And I looked around the room that we were gaming in, and I see things that I didn't see, you know, twenty years ago. There are lots of youngsters. And they're playing historical games and they're enjoying themselves no end. Um, there are more women coming into historical gaming now than ever. And everybody here was having a good time. And most everybody here recognizes that most of the population is young and half the population is female. And that's where the future of our hobby needs yes, to go. We it's got to be inclusive. New people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Miles, you wanted to jump in. Well, I think when you, when you come to a, a gaming convention, especially a U.S. one, it, you know, it's a chance to participate in the hobby. So, and, and all of the GMs are very welcoming to inexperienced players because, you know, everyone's showing up to the game. Most people probably don't know the rules. Everyone's right. being taught the rules. You're going to learn it with everyone else. And so it's a great opportunity to really kind of try it to see if you like it. You may not. Yeah. But you may. Oh, yes. And, and, Absolutely. And, and, you know, that, and that's the goal. And, and you know, putting, pulling these conventions off, it's a, it's a giant logistical. There's like over 500 games here. Yeah. All run by volunteers. Uh, with all sorts of different skill levels. Yeah, and let's double down on that. And again, I, I sometimes get a little controversial on this podcast, and I think this is a moment where I am. You know what? I've been coming to these cons for a very, very long time since I'm a little kid. And God, some of the things that get said online about HMGS and like whether or not um, there was enough water in a certain place or whether – um, you know, the, the barbecue ribs at the old host were right to the right temperature, right? And again, I'm slightly exaggerating. I think what we have to remember is something you just said, Miles. Everybody that pulls this convention off are volunteers. In the same sense of the videos you guys make, the work that we do in NextGen, nobody's making any money. And yeah. I think that it's really important they're, they're to pretty, consider that. Pretty thin margins. These yeah, things are absolutely. break even op- operations. Right. Stop going to places like TMP and listen to the idiots there. Yeah. Oh. There's, there's zero value. You know what, Miles? I, 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 
I was almost going to go there, but you're right. I mean, some of the don't, crazy don't, stuff don't. that gets set you up there. You have to wash your hands after you go there. And don't get me wrong, though. Like, I've gotten so many, I've gotten so many great ideas from that site, but man, some of the stuff that yeah. uh, ends up on there is pretty, pretty, pretty yeah. wild stuff. But again, it, like any kind of online uh, 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 venue. Yeah, you know, people are are actually much more cruder than they yeah. are in person because yeah, you know, no, you true. The, you have the wall of anonymity. Yeah, uh, you know what's funny? It's like to me, it's like nothing brings even like for older gentlemen, uh, older ladies, whoever's running the I game. He just called us old. Though. No, no, definitely no. Certainly not you guys. <laughs> Absolutely not. He would be correct. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but um, but it, again, like in all seriousness, nothing brings like a GM more joy than seeing a new person. And again, that not in for any other reason other than yeah. the fact that somebody's coming in to to, to roll dice. So, you know? Today's game, we had we had a young man. His his father reached out to me. They couldn't register for the game, and and he's like six years old. His name was Lewis, and, yeah. and we got him in the game, and he did really well. And and I always have little medals I give out to kids who play in the game, and he's running around wearing that medal today. And and yeah, it's awesome. That that all the effort I put into putting the game on. More than paid off just by seeing his smile. Yeah, that is absolutely awesome. It's so nice to hear, too. And again, I will, uh, you know, just circling back for one second. Um, and by the way, if you're hearing that audio, like there's a massive game going on right next door. Um, it's actually Jim Stanton, who is one of the guys that helps run um, HMGS Next Gen Inc. with myself and uh, John Species running uh, a, a game called Gnome Wars. If you uh, look that up online after listening to this podcast, it's a pretty wild game. Um, but, uh, I don't even know where I was going. I just literally sidetracked myself. Can you guys remind me what point I was trying to make there? Does anybody even know what point I was trying to make? It's a little so, vague. It's a little vague. So by the way, the, the guys are looking at me. I don't, like I said, it's very late. We've, we've all been kind of running. I personally have run a whole bunch of games. Um, and the Little Wars TV guys have as well. So you know what? This is not getting edited out. It's staying in because it's just the reality of kind of like the we're, fun we're that we're having. Rambling. Absolutely. So in that, on that note, right, to kind of bring, um, some of the podcast to fruition here. Could you guys talk a little bit about um, maybe some things that you've been working on or maybe some new eras that you've been getting into or maybe a new video or something uh, as the Little Wars TV guys are winking at one another? So I, I think maybe this will be a great moment. We'll have to see. I don't know. You want to go first? <laughs> so no. we're, we're giving the mic to Tony. <laughs> will this be a long answer? We're going to see. <laughs> um, are you looking for what we're doing personally? You could. So so you can talk about anything you want. Something that your club is kind of is is kind of doing, whether it's a video or whether it's just something that you're into. I picked up some stuff today. I, I picked up some fantasy stuff. Am I allowed to talk about fantasy role playing? Oh yeah. So again, like My you know, for, if, it'd be a, but here's the thing though, right? And this is where I'll be a little bit of a. Um, I will poke a little bit. You know, I mean, look. You know, the reason why, by the way, Tony's saying that is because look, for a really long time, there was a very serious stigma, you know, about you know sci-fi and fantasy gaming. And again, like I'm glad that as time has gone on, you know, that's sort of you know slowly but surely sort of going away. Um, so, so Tony, you were sort of, you know, talking a little bit about, uh, projects, right? And yes, you can talk about sci-fi. You can talk about fantasy. Go for it. I found some fantastic figures that I bought. I'm going to paint up and use them in my D and D campaign at the club. I bought some assorted 15 millimeter stuff 
for um, a modern Africa imagination campaign. Gotcha. Where we'll paint up some factions for an imaginary struggle in uh, an imaginary third world country. Uh, it's a good way to get a whole pile of different eras and different nationalities equipment on the same table. Um, as far as what we're doing for the channel, there are some ideas brewing, but at this point, there's really nothing concrete about we're allowed to disclose that. <laughs> I'm turning the mic towards Malice. You're not allowed to disclose. Yeah, no, we've got signed very, very onerous NDA agreements. <laughs> and uh, what so. would Greg do? Imagine if you were talking about some kind of video you were making, you weren't allowed to talk about it, and Greg just kind of popped into this room. I don't know if I he'd, would want to be. He'd look at us very sternly, and, and, and we'd be very nervous. So, so I, we actually we don't like to go talk about what we're doing. Because people get expectations. No, and, sure, sure. And we have many projects that we start that just don't make it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I think it, we all it, do, right? Either the game didn't work out, or I was really lazy and I didn't do the painting. That might be the more likely one. Uh, so we actually are very careful about yeah. not foreshadowing and not, not disappointing people. No, totally. Because whatever period we're doing, it's somebody's favorite period. And if we don't do it, we are now their mortal. Yeah. Enemy. By the way, Miles, you're so professional. I just want I just want to put that out there. Like just in terms of like your responses and your answers, they're really like quite awesome. I, I'm just saying for our audience, like I'm sure they're going to appreciate all the info that they're sort of getting today. So by the way, before we wrap up, um, Pro Tools. By the way, if any of you are Pro Tools fans out there, my poor laptop is struggling enormously. Um, hopefully, our editor will be able to uh, just make sure that this sounds great for everybody. But just to prove I'm not crazy, my point before, as I was rambling and forgot what I was going to say um, was the, you know, all of the sort of joy that was coming from the room next door and people were cheering. What I was going to say is that, a, you know, a former student of mine, I'll call you out, uh, Jack Perlman was here. Uh, he's a young man that I taught uh, two years ago and was in our game club over at uh, school. Um, just looking at his face when he looked into the ballroom for the first mm -hmm. time here at Historicon and saw 50 games all going on at once that's the kind of joy that's kind of going on in the room next door as well. So it's just such a, a friendly and sort of warm environment. Now, um, for you guys, for Little Wars TV people, um, all right, so if somebody doesn't know who you guys are or, like, might not know how to find you, what would, in your opinion, like, what would be the best way for somebody listening to find you guys online and see some of the things that you guys do? If you're interested in what we do the youtube channel is little wars tv uh we have like four seasons worth of videos it's hundreds if you're having trouble falling asleep we have hundreds of videos <laughs> we have war game videos we have some battlefield tours we have some tutorials on how we muddled through painting and building various bits of terrain we have rules reviews. So we do a lot of stuff. And if you're interested in what we do or you want to see what, you know, what are these guys talking about? Go to YouTube, look for Little Wars TV, and you will find all the stuff we've done. Tony, you forgot the most important words. Go for it. 
Like and subscribe at Little Wars TV YouTube. <laughs> and you know what? That is a wonderful way to end this podcast. Again, for our audience out there, this is the first time we've ever done this podcast live. Um, I hope that you enjoyed the energy. And, and I hope, again, in terms of listening to me, I'm the least important person on this. Um, but if you hear the excitement and maybe a little bit of exhaustion in my voice, um, that's the joy that I was talking about earlier. If you're a gamer, there really are few places that you can go to have as good of a time as we've all been having at Historicon uh, 2023. A massive thank you to the Little Wars TV guys. A massive thank you to HMGS uh, in general for putting these on. And um, I'll put the Little Wars TV guys on the spot. So years ago, um, Greg and Steve and I, um, we had we had basically wanted to do an episode um, in my classroom. Now, I can't guarantee that that is going to necessarily happen in the future. I don't want to put anybody on, on that kind of spot. But um, I don't know. We'll see what kind of collaborative work uh, Little Wars TV and HMGS Next Gen Inc. can do in the future. So, again, without setting expectations too high, um, it would be a real mess for us not to work together at some point. So we'll see how it goes. It would be an honor. Oh, to, to do strong word. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Um, when somebody says to us, hey, we'd like to collaborate with you, uh, that just just yeah. fills yeah. me with... Our answer is always yes. Let's well, look, figure out the details. I will, I will throw some of my most hardcore gamers onto a little minibus. We will drive down to the Little Wars uh, TV HQ. There's some pretty, I'll use this word, there's some pretty badass gamers that have come through the ranks over the years. So All I can tell is bring it. All right. All right, everybody. <laughs> See you later. We're tired. Have a good night. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to today's 20-sided Gamified podcast. I hope you got as much out of the conversation as I did. If you're interested in learning more about the organizations I work with, please visit www.nextgengaming.org and www.nasaga.org. My Instagram handle is HMGS underscore nextgen underscore ink. Until next time, be well, get some gaming in, and roll some 20s. Thank you so much.